Hello and welcome to the debrief for the 19th of August 2021 after Carabag 1 Aberdeen 0 in Baku this evening. Uh, Martin, it was, um, I suppose, a result we'll take, a result we all, most of us said we'd take beforehand. When it came down to it, the uh, manner in which we got there, I wasn't convinced we were going to come out of there with just a single goal defeat at half time, put it that way. No way. We really scraped across the the line of a 1-0 defeat there. Really disappointed in aspects of the performance, particularly the first half. We were really, really passive in the first half as well. Um, Ferguson and Brown just struggled. Couldn't pick passes. I was really worried. going After 45 minutes, I was worried because I, th- I was kind of scared that we were gonna, they were going to come out and it really looked like they might have nicked another one. I just wasn't sure what the what the actual game plan was meant to be because you're right, the engagement wasn't high enough up the pitch having a two up top didn't really work at all Ramirez and J. Emmanuel Thomas were passengers for that first 45 minutes it was always a risk, I thought, playing a back three I think we, I think it was inevitable we were going to play a back three I thought, away from home in Europe it was absolutely certain that we would add the extra man at the back especially when we're not sure about how capable we are defensively right now as we've seen quite frequently having a three at the back against a, against a lone striker didn't seem to do us any favours when we were up against breaking men from their, from their midfield and just everything about it just seemed a bit disjointed, now having said that we did restrict them to very few clear cut chances in that first half they had the one which Joe Lewis pushed around the post and then they had um, the goal so, about the goal, Martin. A few fingers to be pointed at. I think Hayes could get closer to his man, absolutely. But I think, as you pointed out, in the course of the match, there's a guy doing an overlap, which obviously takes Hayes' attention just for that split second. And nobody's tracking him. No, nobody at all. Um, I don't know if it's meant to be um, McKenzie or maybe one of the other for, with the, the more mid, for, for talking midfield players are supposed to be pulling this guy back. But nobody was there. Nobody got near him. Hayes obviously can do better. He can be tighter on the man, but he's distracted by this. He's got two of them himself. Um, the guy cuts in. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's travelling the shot, uh, and it takes a little bobble in front of Lewis. I think that. I mean, I'm not putting any blame at the door of Joe Lewis for that one, because um, I think you know, he, I think he sort of. He gets down, it bobbles in front of him. I think if it doesn't take that bobble, you know, his hand, you might get a hand to it. It just like bobbles up in front of him as well. But he should never be in that position. We should be closing them down. We should be defensively smarter. Um, just being, dis- you know, having one guy out there in Hayes who is dis- who is distracted by a by an overlapping run, um, and we just get ourselves we get ourselves caught out. It's you no, know, it's preventable. That's a problem. It's you no, know, we've we've been slack defensively this season, and yet again a goal that is entirely preventable cost us um, the game. Yeah, with the run from deep uh, of their fullback, I wouldn't necessarily expect it to be McKenzie, who, who I thought did well when asked to do the shift covering for yeah. Considine. It, it, it's possibly one of the midfielders, possibly even Emmanuel Thomas, and of course he's not going to be tracking back into his own box, is he? Let's be honest about this. Um, we, we've come to the goal, and uh, yeah, we'll go back to Andy Considine's injury because that's another key moment. I'm, I'm kind of with you on Joe Lewis. I, I think there's far too many get sucked into that thing or keeper should never be beaten at his near post. But it's well struck. It's down low. It's not a clean trajectory because of the pitch. 
I, I don't portion really anything to lose. I think if he keeps that out, it's a very, very good stop, um, rather than it being something he should be blamed for, to be perfectly honest. And it's the same with Hayes. You'd, you'd want him to be tighter, but you can understand why. It just takes that split second at the wrong time. It's quite smart from their midfielder. Realises he just gets that split second of, of space to be able to get the shot away. Nice hit, bottom corner. Of course we can do better. Every single goal in the world can be better defended. Andy Constantine's injury, you feel the worst because the worst injuries usually happen in fairly innocuous circumstances and that was completely and utterly innocuous. Aye, it does. I mean, it doesn't it, Bill? Hopefully, hopefully it looks a lot worse than it actually is. But, um, yeah, you're, you, have, you have to worry. I mean, you just sort uh, I know it's kind of one of these cliched things that people say, but he is, he's one of these guys. He's not going to go down lightly. And so he's obviously caught his knee in the pitch or his studs in the pitch, sorry. It looks, it does look pretty bad. And you, you know, it, you have to worry. I mean, you worry for him. You know, he's a big part of a team, a big part of the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, we're going to have, you have to kind of mention that, that pitch. I mean, that, that you no, know, Cormac obviously tweeted about it yesterday, posted some pictures. And I think we all looked at it and thought it can't be as bad as the pictures, um, picture showed but it was really terrible I mean just cutting up at every single turn you know every time someone basically kicked the ball from a set piece it was cut it was bringing up it was bringing up divots he saw some of the players like stamping down divots during the game um and this is this is a poor pitch like that and what was it just an innocuous thing it was no it's two guys just you no know, barging barging into each other trying to get a ball um has now caused you know what hopefully is just a, a minor injury and he'll be fine but kind of worry don't like to see anybody taken off on a stretcher like that and uh, I think it speaks volumes about the lack of cover we've got there lots of chat about Devlin there's no information in the public domain but he shouldn't be considered part of the squad I know he's got that six month contract to January but he, he just shouldn't be considered part of the squad definitely not right now obviously we can go out and add players but we can't add players for the second leg they would have needed to be registered before last night's deadline listen the pitch is it's absolutely justified to talk about the pitch it was a joke it was a real throwback to some of the pitches you might encounter in the 70s and 80s but not at this time in the season in like March and February and April uh, when they've been through a harsh European winter It, it was crazy it was really really poor but I think in a lot of respects, it probably did hinder Carabag, who we all heard beforehand of a team that liked to pass it about, like to keep it on the ground. And in that first half, let's be clear, they looked much more competent at being able to do that than we did. Our ball retention was absolutely terrible, particularly during that first 45, but for most of the evening, in fact. That said, over the course of the 90 minutes, and these are very famous last words... But I didn't see too much from them to be overly concerned about. No, I totally agree with you there. I've, I've not seen anything that we should, I think, should terrify us. Um, I think you know we've got a decent chance. I mean, the worry is that you no, know, we have to be smarter in the next leg. I mean, the re- the referee was a, was poor tonight as well. But they're going to come over, know and find that they have the goal. They're one 0 up, um, and the worry is that we let ourselves get drawn into. Drawn into a battle next week where they come and they, I think they'll come and try to spoil and probably try and hit us on the counter. Um, so we just need to be a bit more, a bit in t- more intelligent next week and not allow us to not allow us our game plan to be t- be sidetracked because I do think we've got a 
I do think we've got a good chance. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not there's not a lot to be terrified about, not at all. My concern, and it's been a concern in so many European ties at this stage or stages similar to this against opponents similar to this, opponents who might not appear to have a huge amount of quality but have been over this course before, it's really about whether we can show the quality to score goals and to even really seriously threaten to score goals as we certainly didn't tonight. I'm obviously encouraged by how we've played at home so far this season, particularly in Europe. If we can get on that sort of role, it promises to be a really special night. I mean, the atmosphere beforehand will be special anyway. There'll be a buzz. I'm sure it'll sell out. It will be a game to look forward to. I already can't wait for it to be 7.45 next Thursday night, really, to be perfectly honest. Big European night, a lot at stake, and in my eyes at least, prepared to be made to look a fool by um, come this time next Thursday. But in my eyes, very winnable game now that I've watched them for 90 minutes up against us. I'm in full agreement there. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's no, it's winnable. I know. I think we, we've no. You can see that. You can see that this season we've been better at home. If we can keep up the home for, home form and play as well as we have done in some of the previous European games and even in the game against Dundee United, then I think there's every reason to be confident. Big crowd, noisy support, touch wood. Hopefully a sellout as well, or as close to a sellout as we can potentially get. And I think we've got. A, I think we've got a brilliant chance. I really felt that. Okay, so not perhaps the calm, controlled Don's performance that we hoped to see. I say hoped, I don't think any of us really expected it would be calm and controlled because it's just not what we've seen so far under Stephen Glass. I think we were all perhaps a little bit disappointed with the execution. I think that's maybe the thing slightly about how the tactics didn't quite hit in the first half, but more about the basics, the real basics, the ball control, the, the ball retention. It, it just wasn't up to scratch tonight and, and we're going to need to do better than that if we're serious about getting through this game. But it's going to be a hell of a night of Vitaudry ne- uh, next week. I'll be getting your tickets now if you haven't already. We'll look forward to that. Thank you for joining me tonight, Martin. It remains for me to say, for the last ever scheduled debrief, I said that before, come on you Reds! <laughs> We're gonna do it for you. That's all you're getting.